Welcome to the ghost gig. <clears throat> Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Are you pretending to be me? No. Because you'll fail. Why would I pretend to be you? I don't know. You that were speaking be... along with me in the intro. No, I wasn't. It was a pre-recorded bit. With me? Yeah. And me. I and was only making me. sure the lines wobbled on the screen so that the microphone's working. But we already did that. No, we did we're pros. We're not pros. <laughs> Just don't pretend to be me. Hi, we're you pros. You never will. No. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. Hope you're good. Thank you again for joining us. Yeah, hello. Yeah, everyone's good. Um, we're back with our song episode. Yeah, this is a music episode. This is a music episode. Music. Ghost As, gig. To be different to all the other episodes we do, which never have any any reference to music in None them at all. whatsoever. None whatsoever. But I'm excited for this one because it's the first time we actually did a track together. Yeah, Woo! yeah, yeah. Not, not to like oversell it, but yeah, we're, we're both doing... Singing at the same time. Yeah. So, Vince, this is this is really your episode in some ways. You've well, done the first bit most is. of the work. Yeah. So, how do you want to do this? Do you want to introduce the song, play the song, and then talk about it? What would well, you like to do? Well, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with a question. All right. So, Alice, what was the first song you learned to play on the guitar? Um, Ape Man by the Kinks. Oh, no, that's a good choice. <laughs> that's true, actually. No, no, I, yeah. I guessed it would be. No, that's okay. As any self-respecting 14-year-old in the early noughties would have done absolutely obviously. scores of them yeah yeah you can't move for people to learn that song to begin with <laughs> smoke and water no. no 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 ape man by the kinks perfect this is not the song we're doing by the way <laughs> it's not la 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 okay sorry um, no 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 that's fine i'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it yeah well what we're about to do is we're going to do is one of the first songs i learned okay and cool. i know you didn't know that bit no, I didn't know um, that. This is not why we chose the song. I'm we, acting like I don't know what the song is. Obviously, I do we, we, well, I sang on it. <laughs> yeah. The, the song is the song In the Pines or Where Did You Sleep Last Night, which not sounding quite like that. Yeah, it does. No. Even, even the Dolly Parton version sounds like that. Even, uh, yeah. Hers, hers was a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, it came about really because we were watching Happy Valley. If you haven't seen Happy Valley, go watch, watch Happy Valley. Happy Valley. Um, in the most recent series... There's a, a montage, and that's the sort of backing track. And we both went. It was it was the Nirvana one. And we're going, ooh, yeah. This is spooky, isn't it? It's a very and creepy song. It is very very creepy, but it's creepy all through. And like, I guess like many people, I came to it from Nirvana originally, the unplugged MTV. I didn't. Thing. I I I showing off here. I heard the Lead Belly version first, thanks Fair to enough. my parents. So I'm cool. Well, that's, I came to that immediately afterwards because he attributes it to Lead Belly, which is false, but still cool. Um, and also, like, Nirvana, just a bit too young for Nirvana. I to be honest, so was I, but, mm. I mean, ever-present. Yeah. They just don't really go they just away. just passed me by because I was too young and my parents weren't into them. So, yeah, yeah, that's reasonable. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be fair, this is, like, my favourite song of theirs by a, a mm. very big margin. And it's not their song. No, it's not their song, but that's okay. They do a bloody good cover. They do it. a really good cover, yeah. It's His... not my type of music, but... No, yeah. but you know, his yeah. vocal delivery is it's, like... Yeah. It, Neil Young described it as like a werewolf. It's madness. It is, <laughs> not quite madness. But madness. You know. Oh, that'd be fun. Can you imagine <laughs> if Madness covered it? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> hey, in the... 
Sorry, I'm, I don't know. I'm tired. I've On the walked. off chance they ever hear this Madness, and it happens, cover. it's your fault. Please cover I want it known that this is your fault and I didn't want okay. this to be a good thing. People, Some people would be like, what the hell? Are they, what song are they talking? Once you hear it, you'll probably recognise it. But you you might, might do. It's really well known, they, I would say. Yeah, they might not know it as in The Pines. Is it called that by Nirvana? Is it Where Did You uh, Sleep they, last they call night? it Where Did You Sleep yeah, Last Night, the, which is what the, Belly calls it as well. But yeah. it has a few other names called My Girl uh-huh. or Black Girl or Hey Girl uh-huh. or Longest Train I Ever saw right it's 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 a bit weird and complicated okay. like many folk songs um but i realized actually how ingrained it is in in my thinking about horror what's the background on this um yeah i'm looking at some sort of long spidery looking tr- black outlines of trees black outlines of his, trees uh, on his uh, ipad yeah which is what I use for the notes for the entirety of this podcast. I can, and the background image is some spooky pine trees in the fog. In the pines. I, yeah, exactly. And I've never actually noticed that before. I mean, I said it at one mm. point, but, you know, that was two years ago almost. Now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it somehow got quite ingrained, which I think is quite cool. That is very cool. Um, might share the image with you, might not. Um, so, anyway, I can anyway. Get, get the image off Google. You could get the image off. It's probably like one of the shutter stocks or something yeah. like that. I don't know. Probably very easy, actually. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I've just walked for six miles. So I have actually have. You did so that to yourself, no. Go on, go on. Well, you didn't walk through any pine trees, and I'm glad you didn't. No, because they're scary. They are scary. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, so it's got a long and kind of foggy history. So it th- they think that, I say they, folk historians mm-hmm. believe it comes from the late 19th century in the eastern appalachian mountains so like like many lots like many lots that's how english works that's it many lots like many lots of folk song songs mm. <laughs> okay i'll stop it's going that. really I'll well stop. i know so it's got several titles because it's it's kind of made up of several different songs that probably existed beforehand that have now become the same song which is classic and folk songs absolutely, absolutely. it's kind of the recycling of ideas and stanzas yeah. and then making new compositions out of them um it's really more of a double helix i'll describe it as two songs which share a tune and sometimes they share themes between the two versions and sometimes they don't the two, two sort of intertwining versions revolve around the lead belly's version yeah and the Bill Monroe version. Now, Bill Monroe is quite famous. If you at least as much as look at a mandolin, someone right. will whisper, Bill Monroe, to you. <laughs> is that what happens when you look <clears> at <throat> a mandolin? It, sometimes it is, yeah. I'm going to try that. Basically, because in the US he invented bluegrass, or he and his band, they were called the Bluegrass Boys. Bluegrass? Yeah. Riders. Sorry. I know, I know, <laughs> Every I know. Every time someone says it's bluegrass, right. I think We have that. enough distance from it that yeah. Yeah, that's our main association, yeah. to be honest. But basically, yeah, that genre is invented by him. And before he... And his band invented bluegrass. It was basically pretty strong country and folk songs. Okay. And their version is much more about trains and it becomes kind of a a heartbreak song, like many classic country songs do. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Led Belly's version is more sort of raw, grizzled. Because there, hor- <laughs> there is a horror element to this song, isn't there? You know, we are there covering is. it for a reason. I'm sure we're going to come to it's that. It's a grisly story, but yes. Just, just to, well, what it is, yeah. it's, it's a grisly story because it's actually a murder ballad. Yeah. So murder ballads are... Originally from like Northern Europe, we think Scandinavia. So it came to the UK and Scotland via the Vikings. Oh, you didn't the, think we we're going to get Vikings in this, did you? It's the hip new murder ballad coming I know. in. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The hip new murder ballad from 1870. Way hey. Yeah. It was really popular throughout um, the Renaissance. In Shakespeare's time when some gruesome events such as a, a slaying would occur, uh, the crime was transcribed and printed onto large pieces of paper. 
and they'd be sold on the streets. Sometimes these got set to music, and this is kind of where the murder ballad would end. Okay, it, it sounds odd to us. Oh, this sounds great. This is how news was spread. I think they should do that now. I hope it'd be different, wouldn't it? It's basically like having, instead of having 24 hour news channels, you have TikTok. <laughs> but the energy bills have gone up, gone up. No energy one can bills. afford to eat. <laughs> oh, energy bills. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, but, but more grim. Yeah. Um, to bring things back down towards the grave again. Donald Trump's been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, when the when the English and the Scots began to cross the Atlantic, they brought this tradition with them. Um, and they settled in, um, well, they settled in many, many places. Lots of them settled in the Appalachian Mountains, which curiously actually used to be part of the mountains in Scotland as well when the earth was one big continent. Okay. Completely irrelevant. But, you know, I thought that was quite cool when I came across that fact. That is cool. Um... So, yeah, the, the European murder ballad became one of the bedrocks of American folk, essentially. That's how it happened. Mm-hmm. So we get from Vikings through Scots to the Appalachian Mountains. Okay. So murder ballads usually tell a wide variety of tragic tales. Um, they often have a few things in common. They're stories. They're always stories, first and foremost. So that's the big bedrock of the bedrock yeah. of folk music. At the heart of the story is a transgression. Someone has usually done something society deems untoward. And their story of coming to some form of often brutal justice. Right. Which is what this very much is. Uh Uh-huh. So in the Pines slash longest train I ever saw slash... I'm going to call it it in the Pines. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call it in the Pines because it seems to be the closest. That's the only kind of central point is the pine trees. And that gets introduced um, by a banjo player called Doc Walsh, who Mm -hmm. is credited with the earliest recorded version so the earliest recorded version is Doc Walsh. He introduces us very quickly to The Pines. In the pines, in the pines, where the sun never shines, and it shivered when the cold wind blows. Oh, darling, oh, darling, don't tell me no lie. Where did you see last night? I stayed in the pines, where the sun never shines, and it shivered when the cold wind blows. So there are other mythical themes that can be included in this kind of set of themes, um, but pretty common among them is decapitation. Yes. Exactly. Um, Our old friend. uh, Oh, oh yes. (laughs) Old old friend decap. Decap and kneecap. Exactly. Um, The long train is quite a common thing, but not in the lead belly derived versions. Yeah. That's more about the sorrow and the longing. There's something really ghostly about trains anyway, you know, ghost ghost trains. In in some versions of it, there's basically it's a description of an obscenely long train. Mm. Like um, the train um, locomotive goes through town at like six in the evening and the cab, the end of the train doesn't go through till nine. It's a really long train. Wow. Okay. Um, cool. So, but no one always knows where it goes. It seems to be attributed to the Georgia Line, which apparently is a big thing mm-hmm. in folk tradition as well. Yep. Um, but it's it's just an obscenely long, slow-moving train to somewhere outside of usually the narrator's experience of life. Sounds like my trip to London the other day. So there's day. kind of echoes of Ghost Train there, especially because <laughs> if you ride on it, um, there's verses in some versions of the song where um, the conductor is asked, you know, what the time is, and he says he's throwing his watch away. Mm. Like it's almost... Is it detached from reality to that extent? Yeah, you didn't get my joke. I didn't. I just sidestepped it, but that's okay. Isn't that it my was, trip it was into London nice. the other day? <laughs> Would you like to tell us about your trip into London? Is that relevant? That just normally takes 40 minutes, but sometimes it's the longest bloody train slow ride ever and the conductor's lost his watch, so carry on. It's okay because you're not bitter. <laughs> so well done, Southeastern. Doing an excellent South job Eastern. as ever. 
motherfuckers. <laughs> You're not bitter either. No, no. <laughs> Keep putting the fares up and doing shit with it. Anyway. Oh. That was a good crunch, wasn't it? Oh my God, it? I hope you get that one on the, the microphone. On the, you know what? That's we'll find one. out in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, each, each artist... That's interesting. Carry on. Each artist <laughs> would take their own kind of set of themes from the grab bag, essentially. Sure. I, I think of it as the grab bag. Yeah, absolutely. Just this bag of lyrics and melodies, basically. Pretty much. It's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a, a, a bag of ideas and they, they recycle verses, as often they do in folk and things. Um, three frequent elements. person who goes into the pines, who is often decapitated... They can be described as a man, woman, adolescent, husband, wife, loved one. Anyone. Exactly. And the pines to various people seem to represent isolation, the mm. wilds of nature, yeah. um, just loneliness or heartbreak. Okay. I mean, it's very, very broad. Um, just everything nasty, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure I read somewhere that Lead Belly's version included a ghost. There are some, there are so many versions I had to listen through and quite a few were Lead Belly's different takes Mm. because he recorded it several times over almost a 10 year span with Adam, Alan Lomax, who's like a big folklorist archivist. Okay. Um, He recorded a huge number of individuals during the first half of the 20th century and Lead Belly recorded, I can't, I don't know the exact number, but it's quite a few versions with different titles and different versions of verses, different breakdowns of the rhyming couplets he very rarely mentions the train in his version but no, decapitation is pretty much always there um, I didn't know about the train before we, we got Yeah, because it, it's in the versions you and I are more familiar with, it's not there. Yeah. But there are versions which are called the longest train I ever saw, mm-hmm. and it, it's yep. very upbeat and um, it, it feels very different, but the tune is undoubtedly the same one. Lead Belly was quite a violent man. He went to jail for murder. Yeah. Um, so being in the pines can be, I don't know, I guess it's him being alienated from life and love, which I guess a lot of other people subsequently felt as well. Sure. But yeah, this sort of double helix is quite the sort of strange middle ground where it, it, it feels like there's a lot of scope. I've heard a few, a fair few different versions where people would take it as almost a subversion. They, they, they'd create their new verses on it, as people often do in folk. Yeah. Um, and tell it from the girl's point of view. Mm-hmm. or Dolly Parton did that, didn't she? Yes, she yeah. did. Uh, or it could be someone pleading with their sister to not go out into the pines. It, it's, yeah. As a basic premise, it has a lot of mileage from it. Yeah. There's an, there's an old folk song, actually, my mum used to sing. I'm trying to remember how it goes, because I'm pretty sure it's a similar sort of um, vibe or idea. Yeah. Um, it'll, it might come back to me, but yeah. It might, yeah. Well, it, you know, you never know. But there, are, there are many, many versions um, Johnny Cash did a version in the late mm. 90s actually Nirvana giving it a bit more of a boost definitely made a fair few artists cover it because even Dolly Parton's version is from like the year after yeah I don't know if it's related or not yeah. but you know it was probably cool at one point to, go uh, the it, song. to be fair it's a really cool rendition of course yeah <laughs> of course it's Dolly Parton um, so yeah I guess now we're talking about renditions ah, probably um, the latest one of the bunch yeah not the one that will go into you know the great canon of the world perhaps but sadly 
Nah, I, I don't know. I mean, it was fun to do, wasn't it? It was. It was lovely to do a song together. Yeah. So I, I guess without too much more delay, let's let's put our version of In the Pines slash, slash Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Slash My Girl. Yeah. That sounds like that. Are you going to be my girl? Dun, I was dun, thinking dun, Madness dun, dun, dun. again. Oh, yeah. My Which again, it's me. not that song either. No, it's we, we've done a terrible introduction to this song and we've deviated awfully. Um, That's why people like us. Uh, I guess so. You know what? Let's go for No it. more delay. Here's our song. The longest train I ever saw Went down the Georgia line The engine passed at six o'clock But the cab passed by at nine In the pines, in the pines Where the sun shines and we shiver when the cold wind blows the husband was a railroad man killed a mile and a half from here his head was found in a driving wheel and his body been found My girl My girl Where will you go I'm going Where the cold wind Blows In the pines In the pines Where the sun Don't ever shine I would shiver The whole night through In the pines in the pines where the sun never shines And we shiver when the cold wind blows My girl, my girl, don't lie to me Tell me where did you sleep last night In the pines, in the pines Where the sun don't ever shine I'll shiver the whole night through. I really like that. Yeah, that that's come out. That. It's come out all right. I mean, basically, you did all of it, and then I came in and sang some BBs. So it was more, yeah, it was a featuring Alice, featuring me. But yeah, um, I'm. I it's, it's rough and ready, but I feel like it's I kind really of in keeping like with it. the original. And I feel versions with the, of the song with the kind of tempo of what you've done. You're kind of it's almost like a rocking train tempo. Have you thought of that? It's going like, that way. Yeah, yeah. It, I was trying not to make it because it's supposed to be a slow, languishing train ride. Yeah, so kind of go exactly with that, but at the same time, not making it too. Yeah, and there's a too this, pained. There is a bit of an element of like. Like, like a bit doomy as well. I sort of feel like it's inevitability. Yeah, yeah. It's bleak. It's bleak. Bleak's a good word. Yeah, I, I really, um, really like that. It's come out all right. Yeah, it's come out all right. Yeah. But um, there's, 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 I tried to sort of take the, the like the best of lines from all the different versions and slam them into one. Yeah, clever. So the story doesn't really make sense, but I think mm. that's probably the case for clever. a lot of them. 
So yeah, I think you did it justice. We are. Hope you guys enjoyed some information about that song. Hope you get to enjoy it a bit more when you next hear it. Bum bum. Also, while we were listening to the song, I realised two things. One yeah. thing: this is episode forty. This is episode forty, 40 episodes. God. You'd think we'd have some listeners. I'm joking. <laughs> You'd think we would have got good at this by now. Uh, um, secondly, um, it's not yet, but this episode will be coming out on Easter Sunday. So for those who celebrate it, a very happy Easter. Woo! We shall be eating and drinking a lot. Yeah, that's pretty much what we do at Easter. Yeah, isn't it? I think yeah. that's the thing. Um, <laughs> cool. So yeah, happy Easter, guys. And, and uh, the sun is shining in the UK. Spring is actually here. Yeah. What, how long it's here for, Spring we don't know. Spring is coming, but... summer is on the way, yeah. and it'll be nice yeah. and lovely and sunny and happy. And for all those who live in nice sunny climates, then sod ya. Um, so... It's all right. In the Southern Hemisphere, it's becoming winter soon. Oh, okay. Ha! Probably still warmer <laughs> than it is here. Probably. <laughs> so it's really, really weird, because obviously I've got a story now, and this was before I'd heard the song that you'd done. Um, we talked vaguely, we said just make it train-related, because we knew you know yeah. the song um but i've weirdly come up with something that matches the song really really well i get the impression and not to derail from you but i don't derail <laughs> so that wasn't intentional uh-huh. even better i get the impression because getting the head caught in the driving wheel like you, you know when you see steam trains those big beams that run down the side of it on the wheels yeah. they're at head height and i think a lot of people over across the world got nasty injuries well, from maybe. those so that's probably but it's funny because i actually i actually went through a couple of stories i started one stopped and then got all the way through one and then it had the most shit ending ever so i was like oh no i can't use that we can't give people that this is the third story i settled on so it's it's weird that this is the one i've settled on neither of the other two had anything to do with it was meant to be it was meant to be um so are you ready i'm ready for a not shit ending okay here we go then yeah let's begin this is the ghost train light of saint louis We've all heard tales of ghost trains. We hear of trains that have never reached their destination or of horrific things happening to certain individuals on trains or on railways. We're heading to Canada, to the small village of St. Louis, Saskatchewan, population 415. Here is a century-old ghost story that has shone a bit of a spotlight on this otherwise unassuming location. In 1913, the Grand Trunk Pacific Railway built a branch line to St. Louis. Then, in 1914, a steel bridge was constructed over the South Saskatchewan River that reached Prince Albert by 1915. The line became under ownership by the Canadian National Railway in 1919, and this is around where our story begins. Some railway history for you there. Yep. So, take that in. There will be a quiz. There will be a quiz. There won't be a quiz. It starts with a railway worker, out doing his job. Some say that he'd slipped off a moving train onto the tracks. Others say that the unfortunate man was simply checking them as part of his daily duties. Whichever the case may be, the man was decapitated by another train reversing down the track. Yikes. Mm. This was, of course, a horrific tragedy, but time had to move on. Canadian Railways continued to run grain trains through St. Louis until 1983, when that particular section of the subdivision was abandoned and eventually torn up. The Grand Trunk Pacific Bridge remains the only reminder that a train did, once upon a time, run through St. Louis. However, 
Ever since the tragic accident, the area has been haunted by the spirit of a de- decapitated rail worker Ooh. and a ghost train. Oh, wow. Oh, two for one there. Yeah. They are said to roam the abandoned stretch of railway. Red and white lights have been spotted and recorded by many different people over the course of several decades. The town's locals grew up seeing these strange lights and still see them to this day. One local man claimed to have seen the lights around 50 or 60 times. Hmm. The white light implies the steam locomotive. It gets brighter and dimmer until it completely disappears. And then sometimes it reappears. The red light sways, accompanying the white one. It is believed to be the lantern of the conductor keeping an eye on the train, or perhaps searching for his lost head. Witnesses have also described an eerie or cold feeling when the lights appear. Others have experienced their car engine failing or hearing the sounds of a distant steam whistle. Someone being cold in Canada doesn't doesn't feel that weird, does it? Well, true, but if you're... I don't know, in your car or walking and you feel normal and then suddenly there's a very, very obvious drop in temperature. Yeah, okay. You know, it's cold in England, but, you know, we'd still notice it if there was a significant drop in temperature, wouldn't you? So, the obvious question is, what's the cause of the lights? Go on, Vince. (laughs) Oh, uh, well, obviously. No, go on, go on. (laughs) So there's a few theories, okay? All right. One theory is that the lights are simply car headlights disappearing and reappearing through the hilly roads in the distance. Another is that it's simply down to light refraction. Okay. Back in 2001, two local 12th grade students, that's what, year 11? Year 12. Year 12? Yeah, so like... Approximately. So 17, 18 years old. Something like that. Um, so they decided to investigate the story for themselves. They attempted to duplicate the lights using cars on a nearby road. And, uh, well, they both won gold medals at the science fair. Okay, excellent. But it was pointed out that the lights have been spotted even further back than before cars were common in that area of St. Louis. Okay. So that kind of puts to bed that theory. But, you know, not for the scientific endeavour, that's fine. Plus, the nearby roadways never saw much traffic. Neither did they match up with the former railway line to make them a plausible solution. Okay. Some brave souls have even tried to get close to the lights, but it can never seem to reach them. So if it's not streetlights or jokers or cars, then what could it be? Aliens. <laughs> I mean, you know. They have a new, strange a new acronym in the sky. now anyway. So Aliens do? Yeah, they're not called UFOs anymore. What are they called? Uh Oh, you, no, I can't remember it off the top of my head. Well, Vincey, you can't give information and then withhold it. No, I'm not withholding. I'm just brain dead. Uh, okay, yeah, makes sense. So the area is now mostly privately owned by farmers and documentation of it is tricky. What we do know that is this story has put St. Louis on the map and attracted a lot of attention. The case has appeared on many TV shows and a stamp of the phantom train has even been created. <laughs> it's a bit more exciting than um, oh. King Charles III stamps just come out, apparently. Okay, that's... I'd rather have a phantom train. Well, it's good for local tourism. That's cool. Yeah. Every Halloween, an excursion takes place. Where people dress as trains. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, every... Sorry. Maybe lose my place. <laughs> an excursion takes place based around the ghost train. Yeah, okay. Yeah, as you can imagine. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, ghost walk along the abandoned yeah. railway tracks would be brilliant. Awesome. 
Regardless of any attempted explanations, this is a story that has well and truly made its mark and will be passed on for generations. Of course, it has benefited St. Louis greatly. Yeah, they got stamps out of it. Well, it shines an unusual spotlight on the village, crowning it an unlikely tourist hotspot. Absolutely. Canadian National Rail records do not date back far enough to prove whether this thing actually happened or not. Oh, so we okay. don't actually know if this guy got <laughs> decapitated or Presumably not. Presumably there'd be like newspaper clippings or something. Well, I don't know. Apparently it's, yeah. So mm. it, it is destined to be forever a mystery. I mean, let's be honest, it is probably some kind of folklore tale that's been passed down for generations. I mean, there could easily be Chinese whispers, yeah. you're right. Something probably happened at some point. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, but ghostly white and red lights still frequently appear to this day. Okay. Still happens. And now it's really down to the individual to decide. Are these lights easily explained away? Or are they indeed a poor lost soul searching for his lost head, travelling the lost tracks for eternity? Dun, dun, dun. The end. <laughs> what do you think? That's good. Yeah. But yeah. what do you think? Like, different, do you have any thoughts? Kind of story yeah. Well. Do you have any thoughts though? Like, have a thing. Like, what would you say? Do you think it's cars? Do you think? I mean, I mean, cars. I suppose is possible, but again, when they pointed out that well, the roads don't go where the railway was, that's a pretty good starting yeah. point. Like, well, okay, it could be other things. Could it I be guess. something scientific? Like, I know that's not where the aurora borealis is, the Northern Lights, but could it be something like that? I would say that pe- people colors. who would see that regularly would know what that looks like. I suppose. But and the, it doesn't like, you know, headlights type lights, that's I suppose. true. Yeah, that's true. I'm just thinking if there's some kind of similar thing that it could be to the Northern Lights, but there could it's be, different colours, isn't people, it? People will jump to the most fun explanation of them, won't they? Yeah. Through lack of any other evidence. Yeah. And if you see an abandoned railway line, you're like, well must be a ghost train yeah so you know it's a lot more fun this way well as i said i think it's all very simple and it's aliens um so <laughs> case closed i mean come on strange lights in the sky it's been around for years and years and years mm-hmm. what other explanation is there <laughs> case closed <laughs> i suppose it could be pranksters but they've kept it up for a bloody long time they're very very dedicated pranksters so well done to them yeah well done to you people interesting though it's interesting that people still see this to to, to, to like since like the nine it does 1900s. sound a bit like they 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 have a bit of a vested interest in propagating the story though if they're actually making a bit of a tourist trade off of this because then you get ghost watchers and train nerds oh that's true. it's those two demographics and that venn diagram probably doesn't overlap too often mm. <laughs> yeah that, that's true I'm, I'm sure it's there i'm sure there are probably you know haunted railway stations a week ago to in the uk oh definitely but, uh, <laughs> oh yeah no there were, le- there were loads and there was um there's some interesting stories from india as well which i want to look at at some okay. point in the podcast okay. but obviously this story really rang true with what we were doing so yeah it feels closer um, but yeah if anyone's got any ideas or theories on this um or if you're if you know this area you know if this is a place you know please get in touch yeah uh, I, I would be interested to hear that actually that'd be very interesting i imagine this is quite a famous story in canada it must be i would think so yeah so and usa i'm guessing i, mean, I don't know but um so yeah interesting stuff yeah not too scary but you know. no 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 but that's okay you don't actually have to feel like a good old ghost train yeah cool. um cool well i'm gonna go and lie in a dark room now um so okay uh what do you want me to do um oh well say goodbye to everyone okay and then mix the episode please all right and then, then put the music on please and then do the thing and then set it for, to come out on sunday oh that'd be fab i'm gonna have a shower <laughs> in the dark in the dark, in the dark, where the sun <laughs> don't shine. 
I hope the water's warm. It's it's not. not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, yeah, I'm babbling. Um, Thank you so much for listening, everyone. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that anyway. (laughs) Do get in touch. Please get in touch. Um, You can email us at ghostgiguk at gmail.com. That is ghostgiguk at gmail.com. You can find us on all the socials. Instagram is probably best. Just search the ghost gig. Um, Yeah. And thanks so much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. And happy Easter. Oh, yes. Happy Easter. Bye. Goodbye.